so I'm going to be taking you on a journey of exploration. I've called this the heart of darkness, which is uh, because we're going to be looking at dark matter. But it's actually kind of the name of a rather grim, grim story of exploring in the Congo. So hopefully this will be a bit of a, bit of a more jolly, jolly exploration. So we live on the Earth, which is going around the sun. And the sun is just one of many, many stars. So this is a picture of the Milky Way. This is the galaxy we live in. Uh, so we live kind of off on the edge somewhere. I don't know if you can just about see that. So it's an aspiring galaxy. So ima imagine if you'd never seen something like this before. Kind of how would, how would you as an astronomer approach it? So there's kind of, kind of a bit that's a bit brighter here. So that maybe that's, that's where there's, there's lots more stars where it's a bit dense and there's these arms. And they, so it's, it looks like it's maybe rotating. And it's, it's kind of a disk and bits of it are different colors. So there's kind of quite a lot going on here that you've got to try and work out what, what's going on. Uh, do you believe me that this is the Milky Way? Yes, no? No, no. So we're, we're inside the Milky Way, so we're kind of looking on it disk-wise. So we can't get pictures like this of our own galaxy, but this is one of our, a galaxy that we think is pretty similar, similar to our own one. So there's hundreds of millions of galaxies, each of which is full of stars and planets itself. This is taken on the Hubble telescope, which is in space, and each of these individual dots is its own, its own galaxy. So when kind of astronomers first kind of realised there was these whole other worlds out there, um, there's kind of quite a lot to, lot to think about. Again, like they're all different colours, there's some closer to us, there's some further away. Like some bits look like there's lots of tightly together, where there's, there's not very many here. Kind of, kind of what's going on? So sort of astronomers, the sort of very first thing before you go going further, sort of pin down sort of what's, what's, what's the location, make a sort of map, physical map of where they all are, and then sort of kind of look, are they moving around, are they all stationary compared to each other? That's just kind of the very first thing you can do looking at these galaxies. So for working out how far things are away from, from us, the best way to do it is look at exploding stars. And there's a particular type that always explodes at the same brightness. So we can see how bright they are on Earth, and we know how bright they are. And then if you know those two, you can work out the distance. So that's comparatively easy to do. To work out how they're moving is a bit more complicated. There's something called the Doppler effect. So when there's something that's emitting a wave at you, it's moving away from you as it's emitting its wave at you. The wavelength has expanded because it's moving away as it's doing this, and the waves get stretched out. If it's moving towards you, the wave gets smaller because the waves get contracted as it's moving towards you. So you can see this with an ambulance. If you're standing on the pavement and an ambulance goes right by you, if you listen to it as it's coming towards you, the, the sound waves are compressed, so they're of a much higher frequency. And as it's going away from you, you hear the ambulance as being much lower because the waves are being spread out when it's a, a lower frequency. So the same happens with light, light's a wave. So if we see a galaxy that's redder than we're expecting it to be, that's because it's moving away. And if it's bluer, that's a shorter wavelength, and it's moving towards us. So and you can then convert that into how fast it's moving. Uh, so astronomers kind of did this, and then found this kind of quite, quite funny, funny uh, thing. So on the bottom is distance, and on the left going up is speed. So the further things are away, the faster they're moving away from us. Um, so this, this is kind of a bit, bit of a puzzling thing, what, what to conclude from this. So people's first kind of thing is, well, okay, well, maybe we're just at the centre of the universe and everything's whizzing away from us. But astronomers are kind of a bit suspicious of any argument that puts us at the centre of the universe because they've kind of, kind of been caught at once of sort of, it's easy to assume that the Earth's at the centre of the universe and the, the sun's rotating around us, but as we know now, well, that's, that's not really the case as it goes around the sun. So people were pretty suspicious of the idea that we were at the centre. Kind of, kind of as people thought about this more, we thought, well, maybe it's something a bit more like this. So I'm going to stretch your imaginations a bit and imagine that this is the whole universe. 
If we're one of the individual stars on, on this, and we're kind of looking out on everyone else, if the universe is expanding, which is what we think is happening, we see all the other stars moving away from us, but then they see us moving further away from them. So from each individual galaxy's perspective, everything else is moving away. But actually, it's just because the universe as a whole is expanding. Um, so that's hopefully what we think is an explanation of. So just to summarize, we're looking at galaxies. If they're redder, that means they're moving farther away from us. But then we've also found this relationship that if things are further away than they're, if, if things are moving faster away, that's, they're also a large distance of us because of the universe's expansion. And there's a, a third effect here, that the speed of light doesn't travel instantaneously. So when you look at the sun, you're actually seeing the sun as it was eight minutes ago because the time for the light to reach the Earth. If you look at the star that's closest to the Earth, apart from the sun, you're seeing how it was four years ago because it's taken so long for the light to get to us. If you go to stars really far away, but still in our own galaxy, if they looked at the Earth, they'd see the dinosaurs because the light from the dinosaurs had only just reached them. So we also have this effect that when we look further away, we're looking back in time. So if we're kind of trying to understand how all these galaxies are kind of moving around and interacting with gravity with each other, we can also see how it used to be in the past and kind of trace what's happened over time by looking further and further away. So once astronomers have kind of got a bit more of a grip on kind of what was happening in terms of galaxies and multiple galaxies interacting with each other, try to understand how an individual galaxy was behaving. And there's a bit of a snag here. So it's rotating and then you're also getting gravity interacting, so everything's kind of tugging on each other. If you do the maths of it, it just doesn't work, which is a bit awkward, really. Um, so no one's really sure what to do this. The three main kind of options people have think are happening is one, we've kind of messed up our observations a bit, and the main issue is that these, this bit, the bits at the edge are moving really fast, so you'd expect them to fly away, but that's not happening. So one, maybe our observations of how fast we think these bits are moving is wrong. Possible, what kind of people have looked at our own galaxy and other galaxies and kind of think, think we've got it right. So probably not that. Two, maybe how we understand gravity is wrong. So Einstein's theory of gravity superseded Newton's gravity. Maybe we can improve even further and get a new theory of gravity that kind of explains how this works a bit better. And the third, which is what most people think is, is there's another type of matter that we can't see. So when we're doing the analysis of this, we think there's only stars there. But if there's another type of matter, that wasn't emitting light and wasn't interacting with light, and was basically invisible to us, dark matter, then the gravity of the dark matter would still affect the other galaxies, and it kind of all works. Uh, so in a, a series of analysis, people kind of, most astronomers think this is probably the case now. Another piece of evidence for this is when you look at distant galaxies. So this is an image of a few. You can kind of see that there's some sort of smears here. So this is what's happened when the light has been curved round some galaxies. So if, if my fist is a galaxy and the light goes and gets sort of dragged around it, that's been happening to a much larger extent than you would expect if there was just the galaxy there. So people think there's actually lots of dark matter that's curving it even more. So it's a bit of a situation like this. If the pebbles are the galaxies and the water is the dark matter, we're seeing the galaxies through a sort of rippling dark matter, that's actually where most, most of the stuff that's going on. The water's the real thing we, we can kind of try to see how it's flowing, but we can only see the pebbles, so we've got to infer from 
the distortions that we're looking at the pebbles through, and sometimes even the pebbles slash galaxies getting dragged around and pushed um, by the dark matter itself. So the actual interactions between the galaxies isn't particularly important. What, what's more important is the dark matter. So we want to try and work out how the water is, is flowing from, from the pebbles. Uh, so how do you actually do this in practice? This is the telescope I use. This is called Vista, and this is, this is also in Chile. So let's go looking at a tiny, tiny portion of the sky, about one square degree, and there's 400,000 galaxies in that. Kind of just plot them in the middle on the sky. You can see some are further back in time, some are close in time, and there's all sorts of effects. And you kind of end up with something like this, this sort of beautiful spider's web pattern thing, and then it's astronomers' job to kind of work out what's happening with the dark matter, how's it changing with time, and how do we see the galaxies that we see today from this. Thank you. Questions?